I haven't seen you since the play. podcast recording service will look up at me and beg for help and I will look down and I will say no (laughs) (laughs) I will not I will not be participating in this I will not be a part of your system man oh man oh we figured it out it is in fact fact the record that denotes that is yeah so if I paste if I paste the link and it's a cassette tape uh-uh. I need a different piece of antiquated media playing technology. I need right. a different kitschy hipster way to listen to <laughs> yeah, two yeah. songs. I need one uh, other lossless format. Yeah, please. I need oh, I love the I love the grain on I love the grain of a cassette tape. The way yeah. that it the way that you gotta fucking flip that bad boy over. <laughs> it was beautiful. It's great. It's the best. Yeah, I there's no there's no better that. way, honestly. I grew up with cassette tapes. The cassette tapes that I always had were like, like storytelling cassette tapes. Interesting. It wasn't like my, like my, my parents did not give me music on a cassette tape. It was always like stories of the West. And they would tell you a little story about (laughs) like a coyote or whatever. And then you'd flip it over. And I used to listen to it while I was falling asleep. And now I am suddenly like sitting here and going like, hmm. I listen to like YouTube videos mm. to fall asleep. Mm, I find podcasts very soothing and listen to them all day long. We will look into this. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. Patterns are starting to emerge in my own. Maybe life there's something here not, that I had not previously considered. Oops. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I'm, that's why I'm broken in this way. <laughs> that's that's why I'm all goofy. <laughs> you ever have one of those? I'm sure you have. Everyone. Yes. Does. Everyone like, does. Yeah, I never used to use candles, and then, like, I don't know, then my, my most recent ex-girlfriend was, like, a candle freak, and I was like, why do I just have, like, no thoughts about candles? And then when I was visiting my, my mom back in March, and she was like, people use candles too much. Everybody, like, apropos of nothing that I brought up, and she was like, people use candles. Everyone needs to be smelling stuff all the time, and I was like, oh, so that's where I got the candle thing from. Yeah, no, um, I mean, there's candles a bunch of them that I have. burning in my home. There's a bunch of them that I have shed because, you know, growing you know. up in church. Uh, um, wow. <laughs> what's one that I... Mm, well, you know the whole, like, you marry... People say you marry your mom or women marry sure. their dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the longest time, I was like, I'm living proof that's not true because my wife is nothing like my fucking mother. Except. Um, and then at some point last year... Uh, I was talking to my grandma and uh, I was hanging out with my grandma and she said something and did something. And then I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) I married my grandma, who I frequently describe to people as like my second or like adult as an adult, my mom. 
mm. because I hang out with her more and like mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. been more supportive, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe it is true. I just like, oh. you know, supplanted. Yeah, you just yeah. you subbed in a different a different yeah. figure. Yeah, yeah, you know, precisely. Precisely. whatever. Yeah. If you like your grandma, then that oh, sounds like a you. great. Sounds like it worked out. Yeah, it turned out great. Can I have a hug? Oh, you want to say hi, Kevin? <laughs> say hello. To hi. Kevin right there. There hi. Hi. <laughs> Do you listen to mommy? Have a good bath. Give me a kiss on the cheek. I had a shower too. You had a shower too. A shower too. Because I need to wash off the bath bomb. Oh, you need to wash off the bath bomb. That checks out. Yeah, that works. Classic bath technique. I love you. Go get some sleep. Listen to mommy. You gotta wake up and go to school tomorrow, so get some rest, okay? Love you. You can shut it. Thank you. They make kids go to school in June now? Uh, No, she's going to preschool. All right, because she's very small. Yeah, she's five. She starts kindergarten in August. Oh my goodness gracious! And how how does that sit with you? Um, it was already a little like oh man for a while, and then you know living in America made it even more oh man. Um, uh. <laughs> the stressfulness. The yeah, stressfulness. Jesus. Um, but the school she's going to is really good. And she's going with a few classmates from her preschool, so she's going to start with friends instead of starting that, fresh. Very, uh, very be helpful. Nice. Yeah. I remember that being a big boon for me when I was five entering kindergarten. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't have that. I had moved from California at four to start kindergarten in five, at five, knew nobody. Mm-hmm. And then uh, famously, I moved from St. Louis in 2016 Right before finishing eighth grade, so I showed yeah. up to a new uh, middle school in May. Got out in June. Dead man. Spent walking. the spent the worst summer break I ever had because I was away from all my friends and I knew Good. nobody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then started high school, which is already a combination of like three area middle schools with Absolutely. with like three acquaintances. That was it. <laughs> it was it was phenomenal. It was the best. Yeah, it sounds uh, fucking great. Um, yeah, it was the best. Uh, what's really good for like an insecure like teen is to be completely isolated from friends. That's really yeah. cool. Is to have like no social outlet. It's really yeah. it's great. It I works turned out, out okay. Definitely didn't have don't have any mental health issues. <laughs> you and me both. We're clean, <laughs> clean as a whistle. Yeah, all... I came out of I came out of it unscathed. As they yeah, say. everyone's good. I I uh, moved this past week and it it did not activate any anxieties i was i was perfectly chill the entire time i had no stressful or unfortunate dreams during that process i slept great who does what who dreams anymore i didn't do anything like weird or unnecessary the entire time because i was just generally freaking out it was super chill man yeah dude totally i uh just like just before hopping on had a conversation with my wife where i was like i'm I'm very stressed out. She was like, why? And I was like, because I've got stuff to do tomorrow. And then Wednesday, I've got work. And then Wednesday night, I've got a movie screening. And then Thursday, a bunch of friends just randomly slapped together a one-shot D&D game that I got to go participate in that I could have said no to, but I didn't because I haven't hung out with them for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And now it's on me to organize half of the members of the group who've never met the other half of the members oh of the group. Oh, my God. Where they need to go, when they need to go, if they can bring their girlfriends, which, like, no, personally, but the host said yes, and they could play. So, like, cool, 
That's fine. I don't. That's I'm fine. not against them playing. That's just more stress. And then like Friday, yeah. I've got like a mock interview to do because I got to do an interview for TV next Wednesday, and I've got Woo! a trip to Florida, and I've got a summer school program coming up, and I've I'm 46 pages behind on this goddamn book, and I just looked at Amanda and I was yeah, like, but like, why are I you stressed? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, why are you stressed? I don't understand. Sometimes I looked at Amanda and I was like, sometimes I feel like a fucking alien. Yeah. Like all my friends are just like those people, and I'm just me, like fucking trying to survive, <laughs> trying to get by. Uh, yeah, so I feel you. I love it. I love it specifically when it does it to you quietly, which mm-hmm. I imagine probably happened to you at the beginning of your like I'm getting ready to move, where you're like, oh man, I got this. Surprisingly, I'm chill, you know? I'm chill about this. Yeah, and then you realize like four days later, like I haven't showered. I've eaten yeah. like shit. I've been watching a show I haven't watched in a decade for some reason. For some and reason. And you're like, oh, it's because uh, my body's trying to find a comfortable spot yeah, to yeah, hide yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what happened to me was essentially like the camera was really close on my face. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm like chill. I'm like feeling okay. You know, I'm paying for a moving company for the first time. So obviously like that's a lot of labor that I don't have to go through. And I, I think I'm actually like acquitting to it well. And then the camera like punches out and I'm like in my underwear on the freeway in a shootout with the police. And I'm like, it's chill. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I swear I'm, I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. It's good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's, My life that's is a Michael Mann movie, but I'm doing okay. Oh my God. Oh, I haven't talked to you since I did like the man oh, fest, how was the that? manathon. How was that? Yeah. Oh, Caleb, it was a glorious fucking three days of just. Like, oh, I didn't know it was a marathon. I thought it was just that one day. No, it was three days. It was it was the whole uh, Memorial Day, or I guess Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Memorial Day. Um, saw heat on Friday. I think I'm also seeing heat this upcoming Friday, which means. Two times in the last month, I have paid to see the 1995 crime epic Heat in theaters. Uh, but the second <laughs> screening will have uh, De Niro, Pacino, and Michael Mann giving a talk after. So that seems Amazing. worth it. I'm not. I'm fine with that. Um, then Saturday was Collateral. Great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. Tight yes. as a fucking drum. And then Sunday was the double feature of The Insider, underrated Michael Mann, and uh, Miami Vice, which I had never seen. Um, and so I just like, and then the next day I saw Top Gun. So I was just like, oh, you were just oozing, exquisite masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was a musk that was just like wafting with me for like uh, yeah. four fucking days. And I regret nothing. None of it. Regret I regret nothing. I am I'm a, a single man of 29, and I spent four days <laughs> chilling at the movie theater with the dudes. And you know what? I regret nothing. Good. I, I, I had a great time. Good. I I, I, the one saving grace I've got in my near future is that like, I am going to Tampa for one of my best friend's bachelor parties. Yeah. And like, no wife, no kids, people I don't really know. So I have like no preconceived ex- not even expectation but i have no like play i don't i don't need to catch up with these people i don't fucking know yeah, you just show up and you just be like hey yeah. fellas you know let's go and and then you will likely never see them again so like who gives yeah. a shit you know who like cares? if you yeah who cares yeah it'd be great it'll be great i uh that sounds fucking people good. are like what alcohol do you want to buy and i was like i typically don't drink that much and then i right. was like but i might find a way to like get myself a 
Some vodka and some ginger beer. Yes. So that can yes. make some mascot mules. Yeah. And there's a pool I'm, at the Airbnb we're staying at. So like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. Just, a recent, was, yeah. here's a, here's a hot tip for me from a recent uh, podcast live show that I attended. You want to get fucked up real fast? Yeah, ginger baby. beer and spicy tequila. You will. I had never had this flavor combination before, but it was offered. No. And I was like, like, like hot spicy tequila. Like, um, I it was like warm. It was like, like a, it was an iced beverage. No, I if, mean like 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 uh, peppers spicy. Oh yeah, no, it was like okay, okay, spicy, okay. spicy. Um, because like sorry, I frozen... said like hot spicy, as if that would clarify right, my and meaning. Like, okay, I'm and you were like, what? <laughs> yeah, serving me some hot ginger beer, some like boiling yeah. ginger beer. Um, because like the frozen margs were like they were no longer frozen; they were basically out. So I was like, oh, let me follow it up with this. Let me see what's going on here. Um, and I was fucking sloshed during that podcast screening of the movie Sully. I was just I was outside my fucking <laughs> mind. I nice. was cackling right. at Sully, my man. Spicy tequila and ginger beer. Yeah, that'll fuck just you those up two things. Quick. That simple. That was it. And oh, ice, yeah. I guess right. you know your your mileage may vary. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But yeah, anything you can hide tequila, I think, fucks me up quicker than anything else. And anything you can like hide it in is um that's that's the secret sauce right there. I don't love tequila unless I can put it in orange juice with some grenadine. Well, like there a te- you I will go. fuck that with a tequila sunrise. A tequila sunrise. I will fuck with that. Yeah. Um, but if and people it, are like I don't do even shots of Patron, I'm like, let's not. And I don't need the grenadine, one hundred percent. I do not I, uh, need the grenadine. Recently, you ever had a recently, pink flamingo? You ever had a pink flamingo? No, but it sounds great. You sub the grenadine for Campari in a tequila sunrise. You get yourself pink yeah. flamingo again. Oh, you can get sloshed pretty fucking quick. Oh, <laughs> of some pink flamingos. That's all I'm saying. That's all, I'm all saying. right, all right. No, uh, the other day we had a so I have from some barbecue or something probably like Easter. He has risen. Uh, I had daiquiris in my fridge for some reason, Ooh, humming, humming. and um, they were very sweet, very not alcoholy. And then I realized, like, I got a strawberry daiquiri, and I've got vodka, and I've got orange juice. So I just made like a sixteen yeah. ounce fucking screwdriver. Uh, screwdriver, <laughs> yeah, yes. it was so good. Yes, and I I drank the whole thing while watching. Um, Uncharted with Amanda because she wanted to watch that movie and that movie sure. is perfectly serviceable. Yeah, fine. Uh, especially if you up. are again pounding screwdrivers. And then I stood up and was like, "Oh, <laughs> I've been sitting for two hours while Shit. drinking this." <laughs> Whoops! And I, I don't remember how to stand at this yeah. point. Um, yeah, Sailor perfect. Jerry's and ginger ale, also. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheap, very cheap because Sailor mm-hmm. Jerry's is like eighteen bucks for a fifth. Uh, and uh, ginger ale's fucking soda. Uh, it right. rules. It yeah, rules. This will do it. Yep. This is our. Works. This is your uh, summertime drinking tips from from the Greendale Three. We're giving you. Yep. We're giving you all the hot summer drink tips. Um, all the hot tips. Yeah. Now, of course, we we can and will get to the main subject of this episode. But I do have to ask you because we have not seen each other since. Yes. Uh, we've both seen this film. How about a little film called Top Gun Maverick? How about a little film? Uh, about little planes that fly uh, very fast. <laughs> military propaganda never tasted so good. It never honestly. tasted so good. And I played, fucking loved every minute of that movie. For Jesus. like unabashedly, Kevin. No, unabashedly, I, I was in love the whole time. Do not abash. No, no yeah. reason to be abashed. It, it like truly. Um, just sinks the hooks into you 
so quickly. And, like, I have no affection for the original Top Gun. Like, I think it's fine. You I, know, you know great no. soundtrack. Um, yeah, sure. Planes look cool at sunset, and, and Tony Scott figured that out, you know. But, like, I don't hold it with any amount of reverence. I'm not coming into this... Like, it's The Force Awakens or anything like that, right, where, like, you need right. that nostalgia. Um, fuck me, man. This movie just kicks and rips and... <laughs> and um, uh, forgive me, it fucks. The Top Gun Maverick. It fucks. It fucks. It fucks. When it, also, two things. Two things. Jennifer Connelly, holy shit. Why are you <laughs> so, so fucking attractive? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly, as a sassy Navy bartender who, like... It works too well. Who, who sails? Okay. Who sails? Um, that scene is useless, Kevin. Doesn't but I loved it. It's I was, great. Um, no, um, it's um, not um, useless because it's their bond. You know, you gotta you gotta sure. see them like working together. You gotta see them bonding. Also, it's like Tom's I, ghost riding the chip. He's ghost riding the chip. <laughs> it. He's like, it's a good joke because like he's in the navy, but navy pilots. So like he's like, I don't know right. how to operate a boat just because I'm in the navy. But um, those two are so fucking hot together problematic dog it's really they're like, the couple that shows up to the soccer game and their kid is a little better than all the other kids and, you're like, and they brought what? whole they brought a whole cooler full of already sliced oranges and you're oh. like you know what for fuck everyone. you guys fuck also you guys. they pulled up in like the new volvo yeah crossover. and they're like really yeah. well dressed for a kid's soccer game yeah they're like, dressed like fucking ted lasso <laughs> literally what the yeah. fuck yeah the whole time, um, but you're you can be you're not even mad because you're like I would do the same thing if I were you if I looked like you if I if I had that yeah you're mad at them but you still fist bump him because his wife's hot because you gotta give it up yeah you got you, you know bro you win you win bro you, you gotta you're still winning what's being brought to the table um yeah. and yeah those two were fucking hot together like normally in a movie like this you're like yeah okay the romance like whatever like yeah. this afterthought um but no it's uh, fucking yeah. hot flies off the oh, screen the, for me baby the second thing is that yes. that chime that like that uh church bell fucking dun, dun. that the movie starts with mm-hmm. uh it's like the maybe the only nostalgic thing about the first movie that I had in me anywhere right so when i heard that at sunset with jets, I was like, "Oh, you know what? This movie literally has the equivalent of a starter log at the beginning of it, yep. and it just gets the fire burning." And you're like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, and then yep. you very quickly realize, like, "Oh, thirty years have done this kind of movie huge favors because the sound and visual aspect of this yeah. movie is fucking like Dune. This movie looks Dune level fucking quality, crisp as a fucking Ugh. fresh dollar bill." You know what I mean? Just like yeah. absolutely fucking hot off the presses, crispy, a fucking spicy, crispy chicken sandwich of a film. Hell yeah. Hell it, yeah. It fucking, it looks incredible. The jet action is unbelievable. Oh, when jets start turning off individual engines and doing weird acrobatic shit, literally when when rooster was like what the fuck was that i was also yelling what the fuck was what that what the fuck was that and like the stunts and i'm you know it, sure there's plenty of cgi but like so much of it feels so real and so practical and and, and so visceral that you're fucking oh, in there man. and also like Kaczynski, uh, the director, and of course, but also the dp and also the editor have done like an amazing job that you are never lost or confused in any of this film's 
plentiful jet action Homie, sequences. One of my one of my favorite I didn't write about this specifically because like it's very spoilery. Yeah. But like one of my favorite scenes in the whole so I keep saying like one thing, but there's several. Um speaking to like the practicality and like is this real of the whole fucking movie? The amount that pilots were getting fucking thrown around in the cockpit as they're moving and their faces are getting yanked down by gravity, all that shit. Incredible. Intense every fucking time. incredible. Every time. <laughs> but the moment where they land the shot, avoiding as many spoilers as possible, and then they clear the bowl, and then they have to immediately deal with anti air. And I mean, come on. First of all, you keep track of it. You know who's doing what. But mm-hmm. then they but then Kaczynski or whoever had this idea had this brilliant fucking idea to after illustrating all three of these pilots, all four of these pilots going through evasive maneuvers, to then just zoom the fuck out and let you look at what just happened. Yeah. Not replayed, but the aftermath. And it's just this valley full of flares and rocket trails and exp- and it's just fucking gorgeous it rules yeah. so much it just rules and like it it the the script on this movie is also like fucking tight it's that, so good. like you perfectly understand every character relationship you perfectly understand the parameters of this mission that like even though we don't know who they're going up against we perfectly understand every facet of it you understand all the rules you understand exactly what needs to be accomplished which again like Sounds so simple, but then think of all the movies you've watched where you're like, what are they trying to do? What is this? Yeah, What's happening yeah. here? It's um, got that 80s action, the good 80s action movie. Yeah. Uh, it's got the 80s action movie Brevity, where it's like, we are, we're just going to tell you a story that like you don't have to think about, but we do have to help you keep track of what's happening. And there's yeah. a couple really good moments where like, it's just written so well. Like the whole breaking the flight deck to do a thing and it yep. causing problems. And like the whole time, the whole time Tom's standing there with his hands behind his back and the conversation ends and he's still standing there and John Hamm's character's like, do you have anything? And he's like, yeah. And he puts down the thing that's been in his hand. The whole scene he's been getting yelled at. And he's like, what's this? And he's like, a request to lower the flight deck. Cut. End of that scene. Fucking It's rules. a crowd pleaser. Like fucking my Memorial Day crowd was like, they were loving this fucking Yes. Oh my God. There were people they were sobbing. Laughing. There were people. Yeah. Me. It, it, I was one of them. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I was like, "Fuck, man." There was a lady crying so hard in my screening of the movie that she was audibly moaning, like, "Uh," like at scenes. <laughs> I was like, "This poor yes. woman." Uh, also, I get it, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it completely. There, and I'm in the emotional relationship of these characters, and like, they shockingly really made me care about like uh, the relationship with Rooster and all the disparate elements of this film. Um, and like, you know, God, I mean, the all the all the the brass, you know, that they are dealing with your your John Hamm and the two other guys. Like, all three of them are really great, and they're all interesting and they're all unique and like they have these like little mini arcs i mean it's just like it's the simple shit that yeah. this movie is yeah. just nailing it's so good on top of also just like the best jet action sequences you've ever seen in your <sighs> entire life ah um, oh, so good it's fucking killer so good all killer no filler it's doing um because i honestly like had no idea how this movie would perform at the box office because like sure. i don't know if people today give a shit about 
Top Gun. You know what I mean? Like, Tom Cruise sure. can still, like, open a movie. The Mission Impossible movies are very successful. But Edge of Tomorrow wasn't. Like, there's no guarantee that, like, a new Tom Cruise movie is going to be big. This movie's fucking, fucking massive. It's like $150 million in the first $150 million, And then it, like, the, the drop from week one to week two was, like, 30%, which yeah. is... Per, which is <laughs> head and shoulders of. above every other movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. like even even a Marvel movie drops like 40-50% from week one yeah. to week two. Top Gun is fucking holding. Maverick yeah. is holding down the line. It's in a holding pattern, if you will. Hey, if you will. Um, yeah. It's holding down the line because people are fucking ravenously thirsty for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and they're like, this is the best I'm gonna get for a while. This is, <laughs> I'm gonna have to make do here. <laughs> you have to make this um, work. And it helps that it's fucking great. It doesn't feel like I'm in a holding pattern. I'm like, no, yeah. this is just another great little thing for me to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was great, dude. It was fucking great. And the little head fakes they do at the end, and then like the, the mm-hmm. entirely cheesy nature of the fact that even though they head fake you, you could have predicted literally everything that is going to come to pass in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but you also like want to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, like you, yeah. A lot of it feels inevitable. Or like, yeah, I'm watching a movie. Like I understand what is going to happen. Uh, but you also really want to see it happen. And when they do it, they deliver. You're so like, oh it, yeah, it is in yeah. fact satisfaction. You know, um, yes, one hundred percent surprises you in the in the right ways and and fulfills your expectations in the right ways. Yes, um, yes. What a yes. picture! So good. I should go see that again. I was maybe gonna go see Bob's Burgers on Wednesday, but I might go see Top Gun. Again. I might go see Top Gun again. I might go see Top Gun. Again. It's good enough. It's good enough. Oh, it's easily good enough. I will have a great time, um, guaranteed. And like, what else am I doing on Wednesday after work? Yeah. You tell me. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Well, Nothing. What are you supposed to be? What am I supposed to do on a weekend day with no other planes? Exactly. Go see you the know? Thomas of Cruise. See, see Thomas Mother the Fourth fly big, big planes. Big, um, big planes. Yes. Yeah. I've been in several recent discussions uh, where people are like really chastising me for my love of Tom Cruise, but I'm like, listen, when you fucking go see Top Gun Maverick. No. You'll All get that it. <laughs> Scientology shit doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I for some reason don't care anymore. Also, just, like, like also care. like Miles Teller has problematic friends. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You know, God, this movie is so good. Like, I liked Miles Teller in it. Like, I know <laughs> he was really good. Um, he's, he was on his best behavior. It does feel like Tom Cruise maybe like sat him down and is like, "Hey, you get like one more shot because <laughs> yeah. you're." Uh, you're playing with, in the ass. <laughs> you're playing with some fire that literally people will stop playing. You're playing with. with some fire. Can you just like give a good performance in the movie Top Gun Maverick? And you know yeah. what? He fucking does. What were you thinking? You told me not to think. Fair enough. All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. It's great. It's a great yeah. movie. God, and it has great little like moments and lines like that, but it doesn't get all quippy. You know, it yep. it, it still feels like just like very earned little moments. God. God, that movie's good. It's so good. Un, so good. Un, un, um, unpredictably good? Because, like... Sure. Yeah, well. Well. Let's talk about nostalgia cash-ins. I just watched Jurassic Park Dominion, and let me tell you, it is not, uh, it is not a not, guaranteed it's not success. It's not as good as Top Gun Maverick? 
It's not a guaranteed success. What about when Ghostbusters Afterlife? Into... Was that as good as uh, Dr. Uh, Maverick? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, it's, not, it's not as if the first two Jurassic Worlds got like rave reviews or like and it's, no. not, it's not as if people loved them. It seemed like despite how much the wattage of money they were making, I've never met anyone who's like super into those movies, right, you know, but it right. also like they weren't getting like I'm sure if we looked up their critical, you know, Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes, I bet it's like, you know, fresh or pretty close to it. Like, who cares? Yeah, Um, But this most recent one is of Dominion started coming out. I was (laughs) shocked. It's at how bad people are telling me this movie is. I wrote my review in a hurry, so I was nicer than I should have been, too. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, reread it today when I was posting our podcast, and then I was like, too kind. oh, no, there's twice in this review where I say, I have to be clear, I don't think this is a bad movie. Ugh, that's <laughs> never good when you have to say it two times. <laughs> twice, twice. And when my uncle was like, what'd you think? I was like, it's fine. It's and fine. he was like, oh, my God, that's not a good review. And I was like, honestly, given what the movie is. It's fine is actually a pretty solid review. Sure. Um, you know. Uh, you can't win them all. And uh, <laughs> I I think all. that I, I'm not tired of it because I do, in fact, love it and always will. But I do think that Jeff Goldblum has to understand that eventually he has to perform. Stop it. acting like he's both just discovered and just forgot what he was about to say. Uh-huh. He does have to, like... Like, I... I have not seen Jurassic World Dominion. I did not see Fallen Kingdom because I did not like the first Jurassic World very much. Um, but it's like I can, from the trailer, I can see Jeff Goldblum like delivering his lines via speakerphone from from a different room. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah, he did 100%. not. He was not present. Uh, that is Jeff Goldblum autopilot. If I have ever yeah. ever yeah. seen it. Uh, I don't know. It seems like it did okay at the box office. We'll see what week two has to has to bring. What is the word of mouth from the average, um, you know, moviegoer on Jurassic World Dominion? Yeah, what is where are they sitting? Where are I don't know. Sitting? Honestly, I don't think that it's a movie that people that like Jurassic Park are going to have much bad to say about it. But I think it is a movie sure. that people who do, in fact, like movies are going to have plenty bad to say sure. about it. A, a crucial um, a crucial difference. Because I I mean, the first Jurassic Park is fucking stellar. It's yeah. truly um, just like an impeccable work of blockbuster. Well, that's the thing that I did write Mr. about Steven in my Steven review. Spielberg. Yeah, that is the thing I wrote about in my review is that like, I think Jurassic Park just finally reached the limit of the diminishing returns we've all been expecting. Uh-huh. We've all, I say, I've been expecting. Which I've is, uh, known which about is those CG. returns since 1998, but I understand yeah. what you mean. It's like CG is really good, yes, but because it's really good and more easy to use than it has been ever, not saying that it's easy to do, don't hear me wrong, But I the know fact of mean. the matter is that like you need something different than big dinosaurs to right. surprise you, and that was the thing that Jurassic Park, existing in the time that it did, didn't excuse me, didn't have to deal with because Jurassic Park existing in the time that it did was existing, was existing in a time where practical effects were still used, but kind of on the downturn because CG was coming up. Right. So they used practical effects really well, which reminded people of something. And then they yeah. used CG really well, which showed people what's possible. Yeah. And like that scene, I saw somebody on TikTok recently to say that like the scene where they see the first Brachiosaurs is yeah. like one of the best scenes in film 
just because like of how it's paced mm-hmm. and how it's mm-hmm. constructed and how like it's just, just how it plays out. And, and people are reacting to the things that are happening. Everyone yeah. makes fun of the Spielberg face where everyone, like, it's your slot from a low angle and you're looking up and your mouth is slightly agape. But guess what, fuckers? It, it works. It works a <laughs> it lot. It has worked since Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it has worked the whole time. So you yeah. cannot argue with the results of Mr. Can't. Steven Spielberg. You, you just can't. Cannot. You and, can't. like... I don't. I just don't think Jurassic Park has figured out what it is they have to do to get that again. Um, get a good director. I mean, that's not obviously the whole sure, story because sure. both Joe Johnston and Steven Spielberg have directed like lackluster Jurassic Park sequels. In my yeah, and opinion. I don't think Colin Trevorrow's untalented. I just think that he. Uh, I'm starting may... to suspect. <laughs> I'm starting to get. I'm starting to get because I thought I thought safety not guaranteed was fine, but it's a real it's Planet a real losing Apes. track record since then. He didn't I rise to the Planet of the Apes, I think. Nope. The first one nope. wasn't Trevor. Nope. He did safety sure? not guaranteed. Then he did Jurassic World. Then he did Book of Henry. Then he almost did Star Wars. Then he I did wish, Jurassic I wish World Star again. Wars, actually, then he did Jurassic World again. <laughs> so that is what. Uh, that is a. At my most generous reading, that's a .25 batting average. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not great. I mean, I guess in baseball, that's actually not It's actually not terrible. bad. Yeah. But you know what I mean? If, yeah. I, if I only got one quarter of the questions right on a test, I did not do very well on the test. No. In fact, you did not. I did not. No. I don't think I'm missing anything in there. Uh, for Mr. Colin Trevorrow. No. Who directed the first? Who directed Rise? Um, uh, was that not Matthew Vaughn the whole time? Was that not the the Vaughn trilogy? No, Rupert Wyatt directed the first one. I don't know who that is. Um, which is a weird experience for me. He did Captive State, Mosquito Coast, that Apple, the Apple nope. TV show. Uh, nope. The Escapist from 2008. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I'm not getting nothing right, hang from on. this dude. So, this 2001 uh, Subterrain, The Escapist in nope. 2008, nope. Rise in 2011. The, the pilot ga- of Turn, the, the gambler? gambler, is that the Malberg State? Movie? Um, okay, I have at least seen a poster for the Gambler starring Mark Wahlberg, so that is his most notable work to me. I've heard Captive State's good. It's like a small market sci-fi I've thriller. Never heard of this. John Goodman, baby. Well, I do love John Goodman. It's set in uh, Chicago Jonathan after Majors. after interesting, Aliens, after Aliens occupy. Vera Farmiga, uh, interesting, interesting. Kevin Dunn, yeah. Alan Kevin Ruck, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. What's going on here? <laughs> this, this movie's not real. What are you talking about? Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Captive State. I don't know. I missed that by. Interesting. Okay. Well, Rupert Wyatt. I mean, I have nothing against you. Um, I did not love Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Is that the first one? That was the first one. Yeah. They named it the same thing three times, and I find that frustrating. No, they did not. It's Rise, Rise of and Dawn of are identical titles. Those Rise identical. of, Dawn of, and War of. Was it War of? There's a third one. There is a third one. War for the Planet of the Apes? Probably War 4. War 4. War 4. Yeah, that is the third one. War 4. Well, that is a different title, and I, I applaud them for that. I'm surprised <laughs> that was not taken by the original five films. Yeah, well. Because there's... Planet of the Apes. There's Return to Planet of the Apes. 
beneath the Planet of the Apes. I think there is a battle. At this point, is anything beneath the Planet of the Apes? The Planet of the Apes. No, nothing. This, <laughs> this franchise has sunk as low as it's going to go. Uh, I'm just kidding. People seem to really like them. I never made it yeah. past the first one because I thought it was boring. I didn't. I liked the first one, but I didn't watch the other ones because of something. Because of something. Um, I had issues with it, but everyone really, really likes the next two. So maybe I just need to make an appointment of that at some point and just get around to it. Um, yeah. I mean, someday. Because I I, James Franco was asleep in that first one. And it had Draco Malfoy as like a mean zookeeper. And then he says the full line, get your damn hounds off me, you damn dirty ape or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, very good. you said the whole line, like exactly like the previous movie. It's that, it's that shit that I can't stand um, where there's repeating <laughs> the same lines from other movies verbatim. Sure. sure. Which Top Gun Maverick had like a, a just like a, a dash. Yeah, a there was like a couple a red paper, red pepper flakes on that, on that pasta dish, but <laughs> it was, it was very minimal for a Lego sequel. They had just like yeah. a couple red pepper flakes. Like they, yeah, they played like volleyball, you know, they played on the beach again, but it was like, it was contextualized differently. So it's not like just doing the thing that we, you know, we saw before. It's not like yeah. it's not like Ghostbusters Afterlife where it's like remember the crunch bar that Peter Venkman put in Egon's pocket to which I said no no I don't remember the what are you talking about it's like the crunch bar and I'm like this film is impossible to me and this is of course advanced media studies a podcast Oh wait no 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 I got one more thing <laughs> Oh no I'm sorry pause that forget um, I said anything this is not, no there's this fun facts a... about I was I was reading a, a, a little blurb because Planet of the Apes isn't oh, gone maybe um, we're getting a because four. you know Fox 20th Century Fox is now 20th Century Studios because yeah, our little need... friend Disney bought it yeah. they need what uh, they can get they need that Disney straight that... to Hulu content <laughs> <laughs> oh god I know uh, Disney said that there are the... okay so there's there were plans to make more um, uh huh including the guy who played the bad ape uh, had like set up story for sequels. Uh-huh. And then Wes Ball, who's a person I've never, oh boy, he got directed Maze Runner. That'd be great. Um, oh was announced as a possible director with Joe Hartwick Jr. and David Stark coming back as producers. That's not as important as I thought it was. Yeah, I was about to say. But in an interview, they said that they would start production between late summer or early fall of this year. Hello. And then in 2022, also this year, Yuri Singer, I don't know who this guy is, um, they, they gained rights to produce Planet of the Men for TV. Planet of the Men is based on an unused script by Pierre Boulle that was originally intended to sequel, to be the sequel to the original Planet of the Apes. Okay. Before being rejected in favor of Paul Dean's uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Which is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Tell that's me more. Where okay, that's where it stops. Okay, they did not have more information. Does an ape go to a man planet? Because I can find several films where an ape goes to a man planet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Pierre Boulle. What have you written? Yeah, Bridge on the River sure. Kwai, Planet of the Apes. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, those are two pretty good credits. <laughs> If you're only going to have two credits to your name. Holy shit. That really might be it. Bridge Over wow. Quiet was his first thing he wrote. That got made anyway. Oh, it was based on his book. Because he's French. Le Pont de la Rivière Quiet. Hey. 
de Rivière Quay. Uh, de Rivière Quay. Hey, de Champs Elysees. Mm. Uh, my original <laughs> script was about the Champs Elysees, the theme, uh, but uh, they changed it to Rivière Quay. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> Did this guy so, create Planet of the Apes? Sounds like. He's the guy who wrote the book. Wow. Holy shit. It's a book. Yeah, basically. The, if the I first Planet of the Apes was based book. on the novel by Kevin. We must. <laughs> we gotta read that book. All right, we come must to do a we podcast must. near you. We We're having difficulty reading the book that we are. Uh, you know what? Shut your fucking mouth, Kevin. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I'm dying. No, you no, should no, shut no, up no. more. Has anybody ever it's told fine. you that? It's fine. It's fine. It's chill. It's good. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying. I, I think, I think we need to set. No, no. I was like, we results. should, and my brain was like, you fucking idiot in the background. Hey, come on so, now. Don't worry. Uh, because this is, of course, advanced <laughs> media studies, a podcast where we aim to talk about every single piece of pop culture ever created, uh, one week at a time. Um, oh, what's my quote going to be? Because you haven't read this week's uh, section. Um, I am one of your hosts. TV's Kevin Lanigan, uh, and uh, you better believe uh, that I was born on a planet somewhere in the vicinity of Beetlejuice. Oh, I am Caleb, the daddy host, the hostess with the mostest kids. Kids. Um, I don't know why I gave it a little double tap. It's probably really bad <laughs> audio. Um, and uh, if none of the above options work, just flag down a passing flying saucer and tell them you must leave before your next phone bill arrives. Perfect. Amazing. Um, so, yes, Jace uh, is on assignment or something. Honestly, haven't heard from them today. Hope they're doing good. <laughs> our, editor, our editor at large. Our editor at large. Our, 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 our reporter on the scene uh jace um so yes so we are uh back talking about hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy although um uh, we are we we as a unit are not fully caught up to um the the first 60 pages of this book so i'm sort of like a child of divorce right now and now i'm this is my second christmas where i get to talk about the beginning of this book again (laughs) well i hope you enjoy it as much Oh, I um, will uh, love talking about this book. They're my favorite books. I will talk to you about this book sure. uh, a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So you have read, you said, uh, approximately 20 pages. I've read book. through the first two chapters. Okay. And those are for, those are uh, beefy-ish chapters. Uh, uh, no, the second one is absolutely by, not. The second one's largely yeah. a dictionary entry about a drink. Yeah, get used to that. Uh, I love it. I fucking to, love it. <laughs> uh, here is an entire chapter about the Pangalactic Gargle Blaster. Yes. Um, you got some, in, in the reading that you have to look forward to, you got some real humdinger one-page chapters to look forward to. So um, nice. do-do, nice, nice. please enjoy that. But let's, let's uh, uh, <laughs> you speak said a do-do. little. Hey, huh? hey, um, So let's, let's uh, approach this a little more broadly uh, here. Um, so so I, I usually ask, you know, let's talk about your history uh, with whatever we are about to talk about. But you ain't got no history. You none. ain't got none. This is your first blush. Yeah, none. I know ask. that Martin Freeman was in a film. Was in the film. Based on, on yeah, this. Yeah, list of things that you know. Uh, I know that there are probably things I will read in this book that have been referenced to me for uh-huh. years that I did not know were, in fact, references to this. Very much like Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of at least two that you will go, oh, that's sure. where this... Oh, that's oh, where this came from. That's yeah. where this is from. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that Neil Gaiman was such a huge fan and wrote a book about... Hitchhiker's Guide, but now I have to go hunt that down. Wrote a book also about his Hitchhiker's Guide. Interesting. Right. Uh, 
Uh, also, his introduction is very good. Uh, to oh, the yes. version that I have. Um, um, what else do I know about this? <laughs> I think that's it. Sounds like that might be it. Okay. Yeah, that's probably it. And that's allowed. I just, um, I, I, I'm interested. As you're, you're, a, you're a full neophyte, and I think that's a valuable kind of perspective to have. Yeah, I don't know what this book it... is such a cult object that it's right. interesting to get your perspective as someone who has no experience with anything to do with it. Yeah, I don't know what it was about the book that kept me from engaging with it. Um, like, I know that it was probably a very this is me as a kid. This is what I was would have known about it. That it was probably a very British humor laden thing. Uh, that's probably all I knew, and I guess that was enough as a younger me to not. No, you know what? I I know why. Literally, no one in my family has ever talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like it's none just of my not something. Just not a thing that your... we encroached on, which is wild because there is. Uh, a deep love of different types of British comedy and film mm-hmm. and sci-fi in my family. Uh, it's just never encroached on on this. Um, so <laughs> who knows? Um, Neil Gaiman's book is called Don't Panic, Douglas Adams and the Hitchhiker's Guide to... Oh, hang on. Pull up the image. You No, I'm not signing up. Just show me the picture. Oh, show me wipe. the picture. Show it to me. Damn it. Oh, it's just called Don't Panic, Douglas Adams and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, great. Um, I had no idea that that book existed. It does not uh, necessarily surprise me, but um, yeah. that is yeah. that is interesting. This does uh, re... I just uh, re-looked at the, the pages you have read, and I was like, why is... Why is Caleb's name Prosser in in cast right now? And now I remember. Now I remember. I can never remember the the name of the uh, bulldozer foreman's uh, character's name. Uh, shocker! Not a hugely important character for the rest nope, of the novel. That's fine, um, but I loved him so much. He's great, the Attila the Hun guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, the guy absolutely. just has like images in his brain of sweaty men yelling at him and he's like this is when i get nervous <laughs> that he cannot hope to understand or comprehend that he has no personal history for it yeah it's great it's such a good fucking yeah. bit um and i've never seen it adapted in any uh uh live action reproduction of the hitchhiker's cut to the galaxy how would um, you <laughs> yeah exactly i think it, it cannot be explained without a wall of text it is too much runway for yeah. this this flight it's just you you have to set it up so much and then by the end it's like well that wasn't fucking worth it there was so much well you've got like two options it. right you can explain it which is yeah. completely untenable uh-huh. or you can just do it knowing that the people who know the book will get it yeah which there's a place for both but so far yeah. there hasn't some been someone who's done the latter No, and it's, I don't know, I am always, like, dubious of an adaptation that requires you to have read the source material. Um, A good adaptation should justify itself and explain itself fully um, without you you needing any prior knowledge of anything, you know? Yeah, Um, right. If it's if it's done correctly. But as I'm sure you're already running into, I think any adaptation of this book runs into an immediate problem is that the main character is actually the narrator the omniscient like yeah. unnamed prose of the book is the real star yeah. um so what do you do when so many of the jokes are just like outside of the text? character text yeah exactly yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um because like i like arthur i like ford who like i don't even think you've met 
Ford. At this I bet Ford. Right? Yeah, first, yeah. Okay, Ford, Ford came and convinced Prosser okay. to lay down for him, for Arthur. Okay, Gregor. And he was okay. like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. It, the, the circuitous logic puzzle that that happens at the top of this book. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Is that like I like all those characters? I like all the characters you're about to meet. But the true star of the book is Douglas Adams. The true star of the book is prose. Um, and it gets it's it's tough. And the movie does some admirable enough things uh, with it. Yeah. And uh, you will find that out whenever it is uh, that we get to that. Um, but yeah, tell me, cause it doesn't seem like you had a lot of preconceived notions going into this. Um, I didn't know. Tell me about um, your, your first 20 pages though. Yeah. So I went into this with, like I said, trying to figure out where in my, in my younger brain, I decided it wasn't worth it. Um, mm-hmm. or just never thought about it. Uh, and then realizing that, like, literally everyone I know as an adult who ever just has talked about it says it's one of the best things they've ever read. And then reading the introduction by one of the authors I respect the most, honestly, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to like this a lot. Because, like, it's hard to read that, know that a book was written by Neil about Douglas mm-hmm. and this book, and not believe that at least a little bit of the way he writes is inspired by the way mm-hmm. Douglas wrote. So my brain was like, yeah, I'm probably going to like this. Mm-hmm. And then I read Douglas's introduction, which I'll admit I largely glossed over because I was like, I didn't want to just get to reading it. But yeah, I did get I- to the end where he jokes about how to get a whole get off planet. And I was like, this is my shit. Like mm-hmm. these five lines of like, call NASA. If not, call the White House and speak to somebody on behalf of NASA. <laughs> um <laughs> If that doesn't work, call the Kremlin. May not have a lot of power, but they have a grudge against us, so they might listen. <laughs> so they might uh, Call the Pope because this is his number, and I'm sure his switchboard is fucking infallible. <laughs> and then <laughs> if none of that works, just fucking wave down a UFO and be like, I got to get out of here before my phone bill shows up. Like, that's funny as fuck. That's pretty good. That's a good uh, introduction. And so, like, that and then just the introduction of, like, Arthur's shitty house that he's grown quite accustomed to Mm -hmm. and also his process in the morning of like bulldozer Eh. and going and doing shit and then seeing another bulldozer but like recognizing Mm. it's so little he adjusts the mirror and then he's like yellow how was I angry last night and then it it immediately cuts to like 15 minutes later he was laying down in the mud in front of the bulldozer it's such a good yeah it's so good these good dry deadpan deliveries of of these Ugh. um these little circumstances and again like setting this this sci-fi story and making the protagonist not you know the plucky farm boy that wants to see the universe or not like the old salty space dog it's no. the world's most boring british man it's yeah. like the world's most boring dude a, a, to make a space adventure about a guy who is not particularly interested in space yeah, about a guy who's more interested in not going. Uh, what's, the, what's the a guy argument? who wants to have bad tea in his shitty house? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the argument he makes of like a bypass is the thing that's made so people can get from point A to point B very quickly, and people from point B can get to point A very quickly. But all the people at point C just kind of sit there and wonder what's so good about point A, what's so good <laughs> about point B. Wants to get there so quickly. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh so man. Fast? And then, uh, it's just, it's all good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. 
As I'm frustrated with myself that like I waited so long. Yeah, but isn't that fun though? Is that like there's still something out there that like yeah, sure, that's you're very still true. like oh yeah. wow, there I could just find this thing, this complete thing, and just like there's another whole thing out there for there's me. another whole world for me. And I bought the ultimate, which has got you know all the the sequels, all all four sequels. So oh yeah, I'm looking which forward to reading. picking through it. Absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah, we're reading. We're doing. We're doing. The trilogy of five. Right. We're fucking rolling through. The trilogy um, of five is that? Yeah, I've I've seen that branding used before. Amazing. The trilogy of five. Um, yeah, so we're so we're doing all that. So you will um, have that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, fuck you. Yeah, as we as we rock and roll uh, yeah. through all that. But yeah, I'm glad you got this first uh, blush with it. Um, and you know, perhaps next week we'll be able to talk about the next part, but right now we're just chilling. We're having a good time. We're producing the podcast that we are capable of producing at the current moment. So, we're you know, doing it the way we, we can with, do it. So we get make over do with it. what we got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Who's got time yeah. to read? Who's got time for anything? Literally who literally, who, who literally has who time truly? for anything right now? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I, I simply cannot compute, and this is not a qualitative statement, how anyone has been able to like watch all of this season of Stranger Things that they just dropped, where every episode is like 90 minutes long. I just yeah. like literally don't even know where one you acquires the, the time yeah, sure. to do such you a know, thing. You want to know the worst part about that for me currently uh-huh. is that I do a family movie night every fucking mm-hmm. Friday, and uh, we normally watch Marvel stuff or Star Wars stuff. It's been a pretty good balance of those things um, because my grandma likes them and doesn't have anybody to watch them with. And because I yeah. fucking like them. That's um, fine. So we were watching. Um, what was the last Marvel thing that ended? Oh, we were watching Moon Knight, which we all liked sure. pretty fine. well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got to the end of Moon Knight. And we're like, oh, my God, we have a couple of weeks before Obi-Wan comes out. Let's watch. So we watched uh, a couple of movies. We make, well, we watched Titan A.E., which. To Fun. this day, still fucking whips. I love that movie so much. Don Bluth. Absolutely. Uh, and then did you watched... get around to Sunshine? No, because I didn't realize Obi Wan came out when it did. Oh, so okay. that was literally like we're gonna watch this, and then my grandma was like, "Didn't Obi Wan come out today?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" And we had oh, two episodes of that to watch. Yeah. Um, so now we were watching Obi Wan, and then Stranger Things comes out, and I wish it was serial, please. Uh-huh. Instead, they dropped all seven, and I now realize why I like the Marvel method or the Disney method more, mm-hmm. because all my friends are like, hey, how much have you seen? Have you gotten to episode four yet? And I'm right. like, no, I'm watching one a week. Whereas everyone like, oh, is man. on the same episode of Obi-Wan, right? Whereas like right. everyone is on, everyone is on the same episode of Barry, you know? Right. So the now I've been able to keep up with recently. HBO yeah, Barry. I haven't even started Barry. I don't know if I finished season two. The more I think about it, I'll probably rewatch season two and might then well watch season the three. Thing. You might as well. Just might as well. It. They're like thirty-minute really episodes, right? I do. Yeah, there's eight episodes a season. They're like thirty-minute episodes, and yeah, like I do that in an afternoon when I have nothing else. I to do. will say, season three, because Barry's always been a good show. Barry's been a good show from the very beginning. Sure. Season three is the point where it becomes an all-timer television show. Season three, which just ended, very good. So excellent. Okay. That like, oh, I'm afraid we do like this is we do have an all time classic on our hands here, folks. Okay. And there's at least one more season coming down the pike. 
So, <laughs> everyone watch Barry. Okay. I might force us to talk about that at some point. I, might, I love that show. Barry I love is that getting show. put forward in every media madness going forward. I want us to talk about Barry. Um, sure. Again, easy, quick, and also brilliant and beautiful and funny and increasingly dramatic and harrowing. Um, exactly my kind of shit. Exactly yeah. my kind of Precisely. shit. Precisely. Um, but that's the only show I've been able to keep. I only like just finished season three of Atlanta, and that ended a long time ago. <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, <laughs> I, mean, now... I haven't watched any of Hacks season two. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, so now our movie night is because this week was also the release of Miss Marvel. Uh-oh. Oh, yes. Uh, which is really good and I'm really glad. cute. That's great. It's a really good, like, teenage drama full of, like, hand-drawn etchings popping up in the screen while things are happening. It's actually a really cute take on, like, that's a cute. teenage drama. I dig it. Um, but, yeah, that's our that's our Friday now mm-hmm. is an hour of Star Wars and an hour of Stranger Things and an hour of wow. Marvel, which I'm glad my family is such fucking nerds, but also, yeah, like... Man. But also, Amanda and I are getting to the point where, like, there's more Stranger Things now. Mm-hmm. What if we just watched it and didn't tell them? <laughs> and that's a mean thing. I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but also, I really, I came really close. I came really close this weekend. You almost pushed that button. But I didn't do it because um, I'm a good person. But then you pull it up for family movie night and grandma goes like, hey. Why does oh, no, it no. show? Oh no no! Oh no no! I use my watch... father-in-law's. I use my father-in-law's oh. profile to watch it. So it Don't worry, you Kev. Clever I dog. did the due you diligence to do all. this and get away with it. <laughs> you clever, I just decided... you clever bones. You thought through it all. I did. Um, I so you did. Get caught. Couldn't get caught watching it. You thought. Yeah, through and it. then I couldn't I, go through with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like well, that one guy you... at the end of that one movie. Uh-huh. Um. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, sounds like something that would happen in a movie. It sounds like something that's happened once or twice. Yeah. But just to get, you know, to the back to it, like, I just don't have time to catch up on everything. No. Ever. So no. who does? And that's how the do they? That's the primary reason why, like, I'm out on the Marvel shows is like, that would be the only show I have time to watch. And I just, yeah. uh, just other things that I want yeah. to do. Yeah. 100%. Yep. I'm behind and I on get that. my and anime. No... I just, I have no time oh. for anything. Kev, that's if there's a thing that exists on this planet that I've decided I'm just gonna miss most of. You're out because I don't have the fucking time. It's anime. Just all people keep mentioning shit that's good, and I'm like, I watched. I bet. (laughs) I watched the Watanabe shows, right? I watched Champloo. I watched Bebop, and I watched Kids at the Slope, and I've seen Ghost in the Shell. That's about as far as I could go. Lock it up. When I was a kid and it was on Toonami and I was doing homework, yeah, I watched yeah. anime. Maybe several so um, often. Maybe you'll put on like Akira one day or something like that, you know, yeah. like a movie yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But I turned on fucking Hulu months ago at this point because what the fuck is time? Yeah. And uh, realized they have like all Gundam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Kevin, it was Mole. so long in between my opening Hulu that the next time I did, I had to log back in. Yep. So... So, how's that Gundam going? Not good. <laughs> exactly. Failed like, to oh, Gundam. They have, 08, they have 08th MS team? Dope. I've heard that's really good. From one Rob Zachney and one yeah. Austin Walker. I, I should it. watch that. And Taking then, your word for it. Oops, it's gone. Yep. Brian K. Vaughn's apparently making a live action sure. Gundam movie. Hey, uh, finish I will Saga watch that. first, bud. Finish, you fucking hack. <laughs> finish Saga first, bud. Because you took like three years off. Don't you be making no Gundams until you are done with Saga. 
I think it's Brian I'm, K. Vaughn. I am uh, to Brian K. Vaughn what everyone else is to George R. R. Martin. Where I'm like, Brian? Sure, fucking finish it. Fuck, don't you fucking start anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking pick up that pen until Saga is complete, okay? Yeah, How much money do I need even, to give you that you don't do this? Don't even look at it. Don't even, don't even fucking don't look even at your drafts like folder. Don't, I, don't <laughs> fucking open that script drawer and pull out your Gundam script uh, until, the, until the final scripts of Saga are written. Yes, okay? until... My boy, Literally until it's in Fiona's hands, until you have handed it off to Fiona, I don't want to see <laughs> your name attached to any fucking projects, okay? I think it was Brian K. Vaughn, but IMDb is failing me right now. Mm. It's Vohan, right? V-A-U-G-H-N. Like Vaughn. I don't know how else you would spell Vaughn. It's just V-A-U-G-H-N. G-H-A-N, Kevin. You keep spelling it wrong. No, it's not Vohan. No, it's V A U G H A N, my dude. What the yes. fuck? Okay, well, that's probably just me forgetting how to spell Vaughn. Yeah, you're right. I just forgot. No, that is. Oh, uh, you're like, how else did you spell it? I was like, you're, no, that you're is the doing way it. Wrong. To spell Vaughn. Yes. Nope. Yep. Yeah, Brian came on to pen live action Gundam adaptation. That was news in 2019. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Well, so yeah, we, probably... know how, we know how that Gundam is going. Yeah, that's probably oh, and, gone, huh? Oh, and no news since then? Mm, interesting. None. Mm. On IMDb, it says, in parentheses, announced, which means nothing. <laughs> and then Gundam is being developed as a live-action movie with director Jordan Vogt roberts the guy who did Kong Skull Island. Yes, which was the best of those movies. Oh, and comic book writer Brian K. Vaughn attached to Adept. This was in April 21st, or 12th of 2021. So there is more news. Jordan Vote Roberts is also the guy who was attached to the Metal Gear movie. Which, With Oscar Isaac, yeah. Bold. Bold. Uh, Vote, Vote Roberts, or no, it was Oscar Isaac at the premiere of um, Moon Knight, because people can't help themselves. Someone was premiere like... Premiere of a TV show, okay. No, I'm... <laughs> That wasn't what I was commenting on, but yes, also oh, that okay. is the evidence well, I was also like, themselves. That's also like when they play um, like the full Marvel logo before every episode of a show, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I where I have shit have, to do. You can't be playing have a I watch 90 it every time second and I can't be playing a ninety second it. intro. I hum along with it every time. It's on my daughter's go to bed playlist. DC does the same thing and it disgusts me. I've I've places to be. Star Wars does it now too. Um What is the Star Wars? I don't I'm not don't it's don't like me. light playing with John Williams score mm. across the like metal like Beskar print cutout of different characters. You're just saying words. I don't even <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying, You're just I'm, saying gonna, I'm gonna look it up and send it to you. Okay, but sure. But anyway at the at the Moon Knight premiere, uh someone asked Oscar Isaac about a progress update on Metal Gear Solid. Hey, I'm so cool. And he was like, We have everything ready to go. We're just trying to find the right story. Which is actually pretty encouraging to me for a video game movie. That doesn't sound like it has everything ready to go, Oscar. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> that doesn't sound like everything's ready to go. <laughs> but I mean, if you have all the people. And, uh, okay, sure. Okay, fine. That's fine. You have all the people and you have all the money and you have all the directors and you have all this shit. Okay, yeah, and, okay, you know. fine, fair. We don't have a script, though. <laughs> Which is usually important. Yeah, usually. I mean, Sorry. I don't know. What I'm giving Oscar Isaac a hard time. Yeah. And he doesn't <laughs> he can deserve take it. it. He's very rich and handsome. Uh, he doesn't deserve it. Uh, I, no. okay. um, yeah, Jordan Vogt Roberts is an interesting uh, interesting character. He likes doing nerdy yeah. stuff and really wants to keep yeah. doing it. 
So, yeah, like I said, I liked Kong Skull Island. Dumb in all the right ways. I didn't see that one. That's the one oh, I missed. That was even though the cast you fucking missed rules. the good one. <laughs> yeah, that's in my yeah, opinion. I've heard that. I thought those I've other three were now. fucking stank on ice, but uh, Kong Skull Island was the one I was waiting for. Um, all right, you got you got fucking Goodman. You got Sam Jack. You got John Hiddleston, C. Riley, Brie Larson. John Hiddleston Riley, and Brie yeah. Larson are fucking asleep in that movie. I'm sorry. They're oh, so wow. boring that's in that funny. movie. They are so that's funny. Boring no, that checks movie. out. That's very funny. I think they are. All right. Allow me controversial opinion of the evening. Those two are good actors and they are the worst movie stars. Um, if you understand my distinction. Yeah. There. Um, yeah. I think no, Brie Larson is an incredible actor who deserved her Academy Award. She is the worst movie star on the planet. <laughs> Oh, this, this is very weird. funny. This is yeah. a weird intro of the Star Wars show that I'm watching. It's only 30 seconds long. Um, Too long. That is that is. <laughs> I don't like when they... company logos have guys in them. I mean, that's sure. <laughs> I don't sure. like when they show characters. Just show me a logo. Yeah, Imagine and the, the characters change. Logo. The characters change. Kevin. Imagine if the I don't care. The no, that's the thing, though. It's not the same thing every time. Which forces you to look at it. But it's so long. No, I don't want to look at it. Get it away from me. <laughs> I imagine, it, Caleb, imagine if the, if the logo for Paramount Pictures, you know, which is a mountain with stars around it, right? Yeah. But on each of those stars was writing, you know, Wayne Campbell from Wayne's World, Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. It'd be insane. It would suck. Uh... I want it. Kevin, I know you. I know. I know you understand that you just spoke a thing into existence, right? Oh God! I've summoned a dark that evil. will in fact happen now. It will fucking, be who else would fault. be on there? Liza Minnelli from Cabaret. I'm trying Sonic to the fucking Hedgehog. Pictures. Sonic the Hedgehog. Indiana. And now Jones. Tails and Miles Prower. Well, there they share a star. Okay, they don't each get a star. Uh, Halo. The Mister Chief is will be on one. Is that a is that a Paramount? Halo is a Paramount, Paramount Plus, Plus thing. Yeah. It's on Paramount Plus. The Bubble like Guppies. Exclusively owned. The Bubble Guppies, Paw Patrol. Picard gets a star. SpongeBob absolutely oh, gets Sponge a star. SpongeBob gets the biggest star. That fucking They're the out. reason Paramount can fucking exist still. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah anyway. Never mind. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Sounds great. Two, Put it up, make it happen, I guess. Yeah, it's gonna happen now. Paramount, be, they'll do it free. for the they'll do it for the eightieth anniversary and they'll have eighty different yeah. characters. Do it and be like, remember we're the company that produced Iron Man One and Incredible Hulk? And everyone would be like, No. I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, I remember. Kevin remembers. Kevin remembers. Kevin remembers that Paramount almost made a Iron Man movie with Tom Cruise in the nineties. Kevin remembers. Oh god. I wonder if that would have been any good. I don't know. It probably would have been pretty good. It's Tom Cruise, right? He would have done his own stunts. We would have flying. We would have personal flying suits right now because Tom Tom Cruise would have pioneered. He would have made the technology possible. He would have made it work. Yeah. So actually, better alternate timeline. I mean, there's uh, literally almost no timelines that alternate timelines that exist, Kev, that aren't better ones. Yeah, let's right hop now. on over there. Blue Skidoo over to a different timeline. Yeah, they're Having all pretty... everywhere all at once. Hop on over. Everything looks pretty great. I need to watch that movie, and it's on streaming now. You need to watch that movie, Caleb. I missed it in theaters, but I will watch it. I, I mean, you know... We'll, we'll talk about it on the show at some point. That's a guarantee. That's, that's written yeah. in stone, is that at some point that will be a, a movie that we devote an episode to. Yeah, surely. 
Truly. I don't think Jace got around to seeing it either because they were in rehearsals. Although it's still in theaters. That I wonder if talk it's about still a little box office town. little engine that could. That movie's fucking yeah. still playing. God. I wish we had more IMAX screens in the city so that like one could just be the holdout that's playing smaller things that need to be done on IMAX. Yeah, I know. But even New York doesn't do that, right? Even New yeah. York, all the IMAX screens abandon what they were showing when the new one comes out, which is always like very frustrating. Is that like, oh, everything everywhere all at once got kicked out because of whatever the fuck Doctor Strange came probably. out. Uh, Black Widow, I think the timeline would, um, which like, no, new. everything um, everywhere all at once and Doctor came out Strange. In late March. Black Widow came out last uh, in 2020. Oh, it came out last year. Black Widow came out in 2020, Kev. It was the first movie that was the Disney release. No. No. It was the first movie. It was the first movie that was the Disney release and also the the Disney the release, Plus release. At least in May of last year. Okay. Times of flat circle. Kev. We were both wrong. Is what I'm We were. We, we were. both got You were it like, wrong. it came out a month and a half ago. Yeah, I was you're like, right. it came out a decade ago. Christ. Uh, yeah, I guess it right. was. No, there was something else that bumped it out, though, before. But Doctor Strange bumped out everything everywhere no. all at once. No, because something, something came before. There was another. There was another. <laughs> was it Sonic? Oh, it could have been Sonic. It could have been Sonic, I guess. It could have been Sonic. Oh, well. It, does, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I wasting my time doing this? Maybe it was Jackass. I don't remember. Can I look? No, Jackass was even earlier. Before Jackass was before that. Hey, show me. Show me the movies. Gen- Go away. There's an ad on a fucking movie theater website. Disgusting. You disgusting. January, February, March, March, right? Movies of 2022. I'm just typing that in. I want to see what uh, happens. April. Which one was? Ugh, when did my when did my default browser become Yahoo? Who did that to me? What prankster? <laughs> Who got into my shit? What Who grim goblin made my homepage Yahoo? It came out in March, right? March releases were late March, wide in April. Oh my god, it was Morbius. <laughs> Ew. It might have been Morbius. It might have been Morbius. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, dog, because we got the Morbius screening and I was in the process of complaining oh, about not oh, getting the oh, everything everywhere all at once screening. It was uncharted, my friend. It was unfarted. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. No, uncharted Unfarted was in March. came out before Morbius. Right, Morbius came out before everything everywhere all at once. No, it didn't. Did it? No, it didn't. I think it did. What? Listeners, we're losing our fucking minds. We're losing our minds. You're learning. Everything None everywhere of- all at once was March 11th. All right. We're, Morbius, we're not going to figure this out. Uh huh. Morbius came out in like early April. April 1st? That movie came out on April Fool's Day. April Fool's. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> you thought literally, it was a good movie. April Morbius Fools. is the Morbius is the one that took every. It's got to be Uncharted. <sighs> Uncharted was February, a full wow. month okay. before. Okay. It was Morbius. Unfarted. I gave you too, I gave you too hard of a time. It was Morbius. Morbius tried to kill Disgusting. Michelle Yeoh. But anyway, Michelle Yeoh's been hanging in the top 10 at the box office ever since. Yeah. Just fucking, because, just playing. Just yeah. fucking consistently showing up just like Michelle Yeoh herself. I still cannot fucking believe that that Uncharted movie ever came out because it changed hands so much. 
It I, that Uncharted movie, yeah. Remember when it was going to be like a Dan Trachtenberg joint? Yeah, and then he was I, like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to make a Predator movie. You know what? Fuck this. <laughs> and yeah, Prey is going to be fucking chill. That comes out soon. Time is yeah. horrible. Ha- horrible. <laughs> Time is horrible. Yeah, it's not great. But, you know, we're here and have to deal with it anyway. Well, we have movies. You know, and, and we have good books. You know, yeah, we have good books. New books I am really enjoying. Out, and also uh, this book that we are going to keep reading. I am really enjoying this book. Um, I'm glad. I, I I'm had no sad that I waited it. so long because it, it's very much like, not maybe not in my voice, but mm-hmm. in the voice I wish that I had, right? And a lot of voices that you have grown up reading or watching are have deeply tried influenced to, by yeah. this. Everyone yeah, sure. is influenced by this book. It, yeah. it is a, a an ur text for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And so you have read a lot of people who have been influenced by it, which informed your voice, and now you can trace it back. Yeah. Like, wow, oh my God, that's where this came from. Yeah, um, I didn't so see the first fun. Alien until 2012 when Prometheus came out because I wanted to go see it, and my uncle found out I hadn't seen Alien and was like, what? So we Prometheus watched. was my first Alien movie, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I watched the other ones first because while I was watching that, I was also like, oh, uh-huh. sci-fi for the last 20 years makes sense now. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it contextualized so much. So I'm looking forward to seeing what dots I'm able to connect with uh-huh. uh, Hitchhikers. Oh, they'll be there. Oh, you will yeah. see some freaking dots. Um, and that'll be and that'll be fun. So yes, um, allegedly, what we will be tying we we will uh, next week we'll be talking the first sixty six pages of this book, um, which is the first eleven chapters. Chapters. Um, chapters. Because our pagination is the same. Thank you, publishing guidelines, for this. Um, Very good. But great. And so until you know, quote unquote, next week, where we quote unquote talk about the next chapters of this book. Uh, Caleb, why don't you tell the nice folks uh, where they can hear you and read you and uh, kiss you? Oh boy. Um, well, you can hear me at uh, nerdybits.com, or you can look up Nerdy Bits on any podcast service. You'll come across. Bounty Board, which is our interview podcast, and the Nerdy Bit Show, which is our pop culture podcast. Um, what was the second one? Because I got I, I stopped listening after you said. Uh, hear ya, read ya, yeah, Nerdy Bits, um, Nerdy Bits, Nerdy Bits, Nerdy Bits. Got a couple interviews coming up uh, in the next like three weeks to a month that are pretty cool. Some pretty cool people. I'll, I'll obviously update you on those when they get closer, but just you know. Listen to some interviews we have now. I put up an interview last week with a guy named Thomas Sala, uh, who made a game on Xbox and I think PC called The Falconeer. It's about it's like a dog fighting game, but rather than flying airplanes, you are flying giant falcons. Okay, uh, it's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like twenty bucks on the Xbox Store. Uh, it's worth it. Um, he's also really cool and super like wild, kooky. Uh, off the beaten path kind of character. Like uh, we started talking, and immediately it was like exp- expletive laden and very funny. <laughs> and I was like, "This guy rules." Um, TBS, very funny. Yeah, very good. Uh, and uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Kiss Fantastic. me on the, on the mouth, unless you kiss. know me, and then kiss me on the forehead. <laughs> it's a Wait, more I intimate that action. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> said that backwards. Yeah, you definitely no, said that backwards. Uh, no, you just like to make new friends, and. Um, uh yeah, I have not gamed in weeks. I am realizing. Well, you moved. You I've moved. been very now is, busy. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now that I'm settling in, time to game. Time to finish oh, that fucking you, Guardians Kev, of the Galaxy game. Kev, 
Please. Uh-huh. You have Game Pass still? I do. Please play Citizen Sleeper. I know it's on my list. I need to finish. Guardians. It's ten hours I have long. Like one mission left in Guardians. Okay, I gotta finish, finish Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, finish Guardians. I beat yeah. Citizen Sleeper in like 10, 13 hours. Yeah, and I, it's my favorite game of all time. Okay, hot damn. Okay, yeah, it is yeah. next on the list. Everyone's hot on it, and I want to listen to various spoilery podcasts. Um, and so they just announced that, that they're the the creator uh, just announced that they are making. It's it's one person, by the way, which uh-huh. is fucking wild. Uh, yeah, one they're of those. making uh, episodic released stories starting next huh. month. Whoa! We're getting a little bit of stuff like right I away. I do like when free. a game is a little hit, and then you see the developer go like, "Time to put okay, more here's stuff in more. this game. Time to put more <laughs> yeah. stuff in this game, and not like DLC, where it's just like, like yeah. fucking Wildermyth is like, you know, that ended up being like a little hit, and now they're just like, here's some new shit. Here's a new campaign. Yep. Just here you go. Here's another one. Yeah, Gareth like Stardew Valley. Here's a just a giant update. Here's just a, a whole here's new just, fucking island. Yeah, we basically reinvented the game. Here you go. It's yeah. free. I re-recorded all the music and made a whole new soundtrack for this specific spot, but it's go. free. It's chill. Also, the, uh, Eric Barone made like $30, 40000000 million off that game. Yeah, that was a very successful fucking rules. That was a very successful video game. Very happy for, for him. Anyway, yeah, yeah play Citizen Sleeper. That game is incredible. I will. Uh, also, they just announced that the uh, Personas 3, 4, and 5 are coming to Game Pass later, yep. which means I will finally be able to play Persona 3, which means you will not hear from me for 75 consecutive hours. <laughs> Those games uh, just wait until work something in me. Just wait until fucking Starfield comes out, and oh, you can great. you can explore a thousand planets in a fully customizable mm-hmm. ship with Christ. crew. I don't trust Space Bethany is my Esda. Shit. I don't trust Bethany Esda. I don't like their <laughs> game design. No, that, I mean, that, that checks it's out. It's just me personally. I just don't no, like Skyrim. Out, I don't like their fallouts. I love New Oh, Vegas, I'm more excited to explore and not engage yeah, with, sure, like, sure, the sure. game game. I know. I, like, barely touched Outer Wilds, which I need to play that. Worlds? First. Wilds. No. Worlds the good one. Is... The good one or the Fallout clone? I I played the Fallout clone to completion. I never played the DLC. I barely touched the one that everyone loves. Oh, Outer Wilds is fucking... I know. Yeah, yeah. Citizen Sleeper and Outer Wilds are... Yeah, like I gotta play those. Number before. one and number two yeah, in please. my list. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta get into yep. Um. Anyway, we'll do that. Uh, anyway, play uh, the Persona franchise of video games. Really good. Really fun. If you like JRPGs, that will take over your mm. entire life. I recommend Persona, um, or at least Ooh. four and five, which are the ones that I have played. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, anyway, TV's Kevin Lanigan on all the stuff. Um, uh, Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin for, for as little as $1 a month. Uh, you can get uh, early episodes of Crazy X Pod Friends as well as podcasts that only live behind the paywall. They will not be available anywhere else. So pay that $1, <laughs> hop behind the paywall, and drink deep of that cask of Amontillado that awaits you behind the paywall um perfect i <laughs> uh, got some stuff in the hopper but uh nothing nothing else uh to announce at the moment uh but some very exciting projects that are on the immediate horizon uh things that have like come into the fray since i've seen you it's feel like it's been a very long time yeah it's been it's been no short amount of time that's for sure i feel like it's been a very long time it's been like a month kev really the last thing we did was That's Mythic so Quest. 
Oh my last god. Last time we did was the last mythic yeah, quest. Yeah, because you weren't there then... for the movie, and then you weren't there for Hitchhikers, and then we skipped a week. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. I, I wasn't there for the movie, and then I was in Florida, and then right. I skipped a week. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we all yeah. skipped a week. So, like, yeah, we're just, yeah. I'm just used to having you around, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> no, it's chill. It's good. You live your life. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Oh, that's, that's, shit. Yeah. I, did, I had Top Gun, too. Oh, and Top Gun. I had to go watch Top Gun with my mom. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss the podcast to go watch Top Gun, please. Um, <laughs> that's not sarcasm. You should do that. No, no. Um, I understood it 100% Absolutely. when you said it the first time. You were okay, like, great. uh, yes, do that. And I was like, I know Kev means that. <laughs> I just have the voice that I have, and sometimes I need to clarify that I am not being no, no. mean and sarcastic. No, no. I understood your tone in text when I was like, uh, Thank so I can't record tonight. I'm going to see Top Gun. You and have you my full like, blessing. Uh-huh. That. Uh-huh. Go with God. No, yes, like, you are doing that. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Perfect. Uh, Anyway, we'll be back next week to talk about, um, ideally, theoretically, the first 66 pages of this book. Yes. And at the – I might have to reread this because at that point it will have been like three fucking weeks since I read those those 30 pages. I might have to (laughs) refresh myself. Um, Yeah. Perfect. But um, until then, then. Caleb, you're not going to understand what I'm about to say. But until then, so long. And thanks for all the fish. That'll make Don't sense panic. to you in a few weeks. Don't panic. Like my tattoo says. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you had a dumb panic tattoo. That rules. Uh-huh. It's my only tattoo right now. See, people have tattoos of this, and I haven't read it. Mm-hmm. That's when I know I should read it. And that's not a good measuring stick, because people have no. swastika People have tattoos, tattoos of some weird so. fucking shit. Like, I can yeah. show you some tattoos of Jared Leto's Joker if you want to see that, like, real fast. I mean, no. On you? Oh, oh No. <laughs> <laughs> although if i type in jared you... leto joker tattoos you know what i'm gonna get is i'm gonna get his incredible tattoos like where his head for his forehead's damaged yeah. um whereas what i want to see is a picture of his face on bodies well morbius tattoo i just want to see one person who has taken the meme no they're all comic book morbius <laughs> <sighs> you depress me ah so sad Bummer. So we drew some shit on the chalkboard at a bar in the city called the Drawing Board. Uh huh. My uncle drew Sonic, and then I tried Cute. to make a joke and put a penis near his mouth because <laughs> uh, I'm a child. And um, he ended up erasing it, but then making Derp Sonic and putting San- <laughs> Sanic S A N I C. Sanic. Yeah, you know Sanic. That's a that's a classic internet meme. And then. Uh, Someone drew circus, drew rings and wrote rangs, and Great. then I drew a dick and wrote wangs. Wangs. And then someone drew fangs on Sonic and wrote fangs. Great. And then Good. my buddy drew lungs and wrote langs. <laughs> and then the bar just shared on Facebook a bunch of compiled pictures from this. People came in after us and drew a set of bangs and wrote Great. bangs. Good. And then someone drew the logo of PFJ. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That's that's fucking amazing. Senior Chang. Um, Yeah, great. I I tried to draw a penis and I drew Dr. Michael Morpheus. I don't know. I was trying to draw a dick and I just just drew Dr. Michael Morpheus. I don't know what happened. Oh, man. The fucking it's Morbin time fucking meme that's going around. Got that movie back in theaters. Oh, people are like, it's Morbin time and it's Morbius doing dumb shit. The thing oh, about that funny. movie is that it 
fucking sucks. And not in like a fun way. No, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. In like a no. regular way. It not was so bad that my brain in crisis mode tried to explain why I kind of like it. No, 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 it. there's good stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you don't, Caleb, you can let it go. <laughs> Caleb, stop. It's okay. Movies can be bad. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, shit. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. So long, so long and thanks for all the fish. The world's about to be destroyed. There's no point getting all annoyed. Lie back and let the planet dissolve. Despite those nets of tuna feats, we thought that most of you were sweet, especially tiny tops and your pregnant women. So long, so long, so long, so long, so long. Please tell your friends about this show. This has been a Talkback Podcast.